Welcome back. And it's a delight to say that we are joined by what I consider to be one of the great minds with respect to the challenges that we're facing from the Chinese Communist Party and what we should do about it. His name is Dr. Bradley Thayer, PhD. He is um, a man who has been uh, in academic circles for quite some time, also influential for his publications, notably How China Sees the World, Han Centrism, and the Balance of Power in World Politics, and the forthcoming book, Understanding the China Threat. He is also an essayist of unbelievable productivity. Many of his uh, pieces published at uh, The Hill, but uh, in other outfits, I believe Epic Times and uh, beyond as well. He is a tremendous resource uh, for the Committee on the Present Danger China of which he is a founding member, I'm pleased to say. And of course, um, a very, very welcome guest here always. And uh, it's good to have you back, Brad. Thank you for taking a few minutes with us here. At uh, thank you, Frank. It's Secure a great Freedom pleasure Radio. to join you again. Thank you. Let me ask you, first and foremost, uh, for your sense of how the balance of power is being affected at the moment by what Vladimir Putin is doing in Ukraine and its knock-on effects in Europe, of course, but also with respect to uh, the subject of your extraordinary expertise. Oh, thank you, Frank. That's the, the key question. Uh, the United States needs to be laser-like focused on China because China is the threat of the 21st century. And in every action and event in international politics, the United States needs to consider the relative balance of power is an act or an event going to increase China's relative power, or is it going to increase America's uh, relative power uh, in international politics? So when we see the, the Ukraine conflict, we need to recognize that there are uh, five centers of, um, of power in international politics. China, which is the enemy of the United States, the United States and its allies, Japan, warm relationship, of course, with India, and then lastly, um, Europe, uh, and most notably there, uh, Germany uh, and France uh, and, the, and the UK. The United States needs to ensure, and, and Russia, of course, is the last uh, uh, component there the, uh, the, uh, uh, as a great power. The United States being focused on China and its prodigious threat to everything, liberal international order, the American homeland, American interests abroad, uh, and the interest of our allies needs to recognize that what we need to do is ensure that all of those centers of power are aligned with us against China. Uh, and thus, in the Ukraine context, what we're witnessing is this naked aggression that Putin has unleashed against Ukraine with the approval, undoubtedly, of uh, the Chinese Communist Party, uh, led by the tyrant Xi Jinping and coordinated uh, between Moscow and Beijing uh, before the conflict started. So what we are witnessing, of course, is that Russia is moving under the control of China. And to the extent that the United States can prevent this, the United States should. So the Ukraine war should be seen through the lens of the balance of power. Is this conflict going to make America more powerful? Is it going to contribute to, Amer to uh, America's might? Or is it going to aid China? And thus far, it seems to be aiding China. And we have to work to address that and correct it. This is a fascinating view, 
I think it's fair to say, and one that is obviously very much at odds with the general perception that Russia has emerged as uh, an enemy of the United States once again um, by its attacks on a fellow democracy with whom you know we have uh, reasonably friendly relations, if not uh, alliance ties. Uh, and of course, um, the response of our actual allies in NATO, among the ones you've mentioned, others, um, in response to this uh, brutal invasion ongoing, and it seems perhaps increasingly brutal invasion of Ukraine by Vladimir Putin. Um, some would say that um, this ship has sailed, that uh, Putin is already lashed up with Xi. In fact, that uh, he would not be doing what he's doing in Ukraine were it not for his confidence that she has his back, as we talked about earlier in the program with Bill Walton. Um, walk us through again how how exactly you see the opportunity, Bradley there, for us to peel Putin away from Xi under circumstances in which most of the rest of the world is determined to uh, drive him ever more into well, thank Xi's you, Frank. That's, that's a critical point. And you may be right that uh, Putin is beyond the, the long arm of redemption uh, in, in this conflict. He has, through his own actions, ensured that Russia is going to be dependent on China economically and increasingly um, under what will be an, a security umbrella. Uh, 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 essentially provided by Beijing. That is a profound strategic mistake that I'm, many in Russia see uh, because they recognize the danger and even existential danger that China poses to Russia, um, as well as, of course, uh, around the world, uh, recognizing that this was a, a very significant mistake to tie yourself to the tyrant like uh, Xi Jinping. So, um, the extent that Putin is continuing to move in that direction, uh, it just digs a hole strategically for Russia. The United States and its allies um, around the world need to recognize and to convey to Putin that what you've done in Ukraine is uh, horrific. Uh, it's naked aggression that has a profound humanitarian cost for the Ukrainian people uh, and others. Uh, but what you need to do is, in essence, reverse course. China is the threat, and you need to stand with us against the Chinese. If you continue to move in this direction, you will indeed be seen uh, as a toady, as a lackey, uh, as a dependent uh, on China, and you'll be treated uh, uh, in that way. What Putin is doing is forfeiting... Yeah, a vassal state, yes, in other words. Putin is forfeiting Russian security. He's making a grand strategic mistake of the first order. Uh, it, it's a, a, a terrible mistake uh, to ally uh, with China. Not that he would be an ally of the West. Um, too many differences, the Cold War history and legacy. But Russia can be an ally of a kind against China. And we need to think creatively about how to structure that situation so that we can use Russian power against China rather than having China and Russia allied against the United States and its allies. This seems to me to be eminently sensible. Uh, again, the question that occurs is, has Putin um, made this mistake catastrophically, it would seem to me, uh, and has 
you know, China essentially locked him in, um, and that everything is now moving in the direction of um, intensifying that relationship. And uh, I, I think, Brad, your assessment of what we should be doing instead um, raises a question, uh, is this part of a grand design by China and China's friends, uh, including, I regret to say, the President of the United States, Joe Biden, to essentially help China achieve a kind of um, axis balance of power dominant position that is uh, likely to conduce to its ambitions for global domination that you've warned about so powerfully in your writings, uh, both in book form and, and in the periodic. Frank, it, it, it very well may be uh, that, that the case that uh, Beijing does have a design for world domination, uh, capturing Russia through Putin's foolishness and his recklessness, and really his strategic idiocy. Um, he's gaining Ukraine, but he's losing Russian sovereignty as a result of it, which is um, the game was not worth the candle. So uh, from China... Let, let, me, let me just ask you on this point, if I can, Brad, because this is sort of the crux of the issue for me. Um, Putin is widely considered to be a pretty savvy guy. Um, some say he's ill, some say he is mentally unstable, but his record over the years has been one of a pretty shrewd, if ruthless, operator a thug, yes, but uh, someone who prizes himself as a master of chess, for example. If Putin uh, doesn't see things as you do, uh, that namely his long-term, his country's long-term interests do not lie with China. China is going to eat Russia at some point in the foreseeable future. One would think that he would have played this hand differently before now. Do, do you have any idea what his thinking is on how this is going to work out other than with the end of Russian sovereignty and far from the great Russia or the Russian empire that he's fancied for so long, um, he's going to lose it all? Uh, what he's doing now is going to ensure that result. We, we can, we, we can uh, certainly consider that his calculus might be that he'll be able to absorb part or all of Ukraine um, as he has uh, regenerated Russian interest in the Caucasus and control over Belarus. Um, but and then turn against China, and that is basically, um, if you will, he's been tacking one direction and he'll reverse uh, uh, towards the West. Um, if that's his calculus, I believe he's sorely mistaken. Given the legacy of the Ukraine war is going to be a very viral, uh, viable consideration and memory for the Europeans and for. Uh, the United States for a very long period of time. So um, if that is his cal And he will be on his own at the tender Indeed. mercies of China, presumably. Yeah. Brad Thayer, we, we are out of time, I'm afraid. There's so much more to talk with you about. Um, I hope you'll come back to us for a proper hour-long conversation in the very near future if we can. This is uh, a topic we've just barely scratched the surface of, and it's um, your thoughts on it are provocative, but definitely in need of closer attention, especially in terms of our long-term strategic interests and whether we can get there from here. Thank you, Frank. It's my pleasure. Question. Thank you, Brad Thayer. Come back to us again soon, if you would. It's uh, always terrific to have a chance to visit with you, and we we'll look forward to doing so again soon. Next up, we will be speaking with 